turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills, Jr. from Agape Embassy Ministries of Ellington, Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life Through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you. Stand on the rock, a kingdom of love, together we walk by faith. Welcome, Reigning in Life Through Faith family, to another exciting broadcast. I am Dr. Renee Mills. And I am Pastor Jerome Mills. You know, we here at Agape Embassy Ministries were so blessed to have Dr. Mills as our shepherd, and he has truly been missed. But the strong foundation through the Word of God he has laid here at the embassy and in the lives of those of you who tune into the broadcast is evident. So listen, you guys. We know where he is and we rejoice. And we also continue to be obedient to the plan and the purpose that God has for Agape. We just wanted to stop and say thank you for your continued support of this awesome radio broadcast. I am so godly proud of my son who has accepted the mantle and God is truly using him. Thanks, Mom. So if you're ever in the Alexandria, Virginia area, come and stop by the embassy for one of our weekly services. We just wanted to say we love you and we hope to see you soon. Now sit back and enjoy this powerful series from Dr. Mills entitled, Commit Your Way to the Lord. Let's, let's, look, at, let's look at Blind Bartimaeus. Are y'all there yet? Okay. In verse 46 it says, Now they came to Jericho as they went, as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, a great multitude and, and uh, his disciples and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, set by the road begging. Now, he, he was a beggar, right? Because it says set by road begging. And, and when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David? Now, remember, he's blind. So he, he's trying to get, he, he's trying to get some origin. Where's Jesus? If Jesus answers, I know where he is. I know he's there or whatever. He says, he, he says, um, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And then, and then many warned him to be quiet. So they're trying to quiet him up. Be quiet. This boy trying to get something. Whenever you're trying to get something, people always try to shut you, shut you down. One way or the other, they try to shut you down. When you're trying to get something. Watch this now, he says, but he cried out 
all the more. What does that imply? The word of God says, if you're diligent in wanting righteousness, he said, those who thirst after righteousness, he said, you'll be filled. So that, that, that says something. You got to go after this. Things are going to try to stop you from going after it. But you got to be tenacious. No, I'm getting this. I'm getting this. Here he is. He says, he says, he cried out all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And then they called the blind man, saying to him, be of good cheer, rise, he is calling you. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? And this is, I want you all to hear this. Jesus said, what do you want me to do for you? One of our biggest problems in going to Jesus is that we really don't say to him or we don't even know exactly what we want him to do for us. He's specific. Do you think he can see the blind, the man's blind? He didn't assume that a blind man wanted sight. Do you understand what I'm saying? He said, what do you want me to do for you? That's the question. That's the question that's asked to everybody. What do you want me to do for you? See, you know, we, we want to pray for people and all that kind of thing. And a lot of times we don't find out, what do you want God to do for you? You don't go to a hospital and just, and just figure, okay, because they're in the, in the hospital bed, you understand? And they're in the room and, and somebody told you what's wrong with them, that that's what you're supposed to pray about. You don't assume that. No, you ask him, what do you want God to do for you? Because God is only going to do for you what you want. That is what you tell him. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? So let's look at this. He said, uh, the blind man said to him, Rob Bona, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Now, he said, go your way. Your what? Faith. Your what? Faith. What the world did the man do as an act of faith that Jesus could see and recognize that he can say, your faith has made you well? Huh? Somebody got it. He took off his garment. He had beggar's clothes on. When he threw aside his garment, I ain't doing this no more. I ain't begging no more. I'm getting ready to get my sight. I don't need this garment any longer. See, when you're you're operating in faith, you got to do something that depicts what you say you believe. He believed he's going to get his sight. Amen. 
He knew, okay, hey, they calling you. First thing he does, I'm getting rid of this thing. I'm getting, I'm getting ready to get what I want. Y'all with me? I don't, some of y'all just sitting here, you know, like, <laughs> y'all ain't got it yet. You got to get this. Faith is acting on what you believe. What was he believing? That he's going to get his sight. If he's going to get his sight, the only reason he's begging is because he's blind. <laughs> so Jesus told him, say, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Your faith has made you well. Your faith, your faith has made you well. In other words, your actions based on what you believe has now empowered God's healing power that has given you sight. See, when you say you're sick or whatever, are you still acting like you're sick after you talk to God? Or have you demonstrated what you say you believe? I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. I am healed. Not I'm going to get healed. But I am healed. Your actions opens the door to the healing power of God. Are you with me? Yeah. Now, um, see, a, a, a lot of us would not have thrown away the cloak because we don't know whether he's going to do it or not. That's good. Mm-hmm. You understand? So now I might still need this. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm going up here. You know, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm going to get my sight. He didn't do that. He knew if I got his attention, I got what I want. Now, how do we know we have God's attention? How do we know we have God's attention? Because I know what his will is. And if I know what his will is, when I pray based upon what his will is, I know I got his attention. Because 1 John 5, verse 14 and 15 tells me that if I pray according to his will, he hear me. So I know I got his attention. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. If I pray according to his will, I got his attention. <laughs> Are you understanding what I'm saying? See, a lot of us haven't gotten there yet. We don't know whether we got God's attention. When he tells you, you get his attention by praying what he wills for you. Is that right? Yeah. Well, maybe I need to go there for some people. I'm going to finish reading that that 52 and then I'm going to go there. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. So in 1 John 5, see, if we're going to be committed to God, then the next step is doing something that demonstrates your commitment. Y'all there? Now, this is the confidence. Remember I said faith is, is, what I say? Let me go back here and read it again. I said now, 
Faith is acting based upon what you believe, sustained by what? Confidence in God's word. So, First John, he says now, and this is the confidence that we have in him. Not in me, but in him. This is the confidence I have in him. That what? That if I ask anything according to his will, but hold it, for we go over there to hear me. Let's get to praying according to his will. Because praying according to his will is what makes him hear me. He doesn't hear me unless I'm praying according to his will. I got to know his will in order to pray according to his will. The word of God declares, if I pray according to his will, he hear me. I got his attention. I got his attention. Because I'm praying according to his will. Now you got to know that this is God's will for you. Either by going into the word of God or something that he has declared to you personally. That you know it was God who spoke to you. Now I'm praying according to his will. I got his attention. No question about it. And if I have his attention, he says. And if I know I have his attention, whatever I ask I know that I have the petitions that I have asked him for. I put some of my own words in there, you understand? Just so you can understand exactly what it's all about. Y'all got me? Okay. See? So, when we talk about being committed to God, amen? Now, in, uh, let me see, Matthew, let's go to the 10th chapter. And, and I'm going to begin reading at verse 34. How about that? Verse 34. Got a few minutes. Okay. Praise the Lord. We're talking about being committed to God. Amen. See, um, the word of God says, uh, you know, now, when you get ready to go to war, uh, you need to sit down and check this thing out. Uh, do you have the goods to go to war? Because when you go to war, you're not going to war to lose. You're going to war to win. Are you understand what I'm saying? So all of this that I'm telling you all now, you understand, is things that you have to contemplate, you know, when you say, I'm going to be totally committed to God. Amen. So beginning with verse 34, y'all there? Uh, do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. Woo. Oh, Lord. Oh, my goodness. How many Christians? Uh, I just want peace. I just want the peace of God. <laughs> I just, I just, can we have any peace between us? <laughs> Do y'all believe Jesus? Huh? What did he say? What did he say? He said, uh, Do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not. Now, he didn't say, I didn't come to bring peace in you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He, he, he didn't say I, 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 he didn't say I didn't come to bring peace in you because you should have peace in the middle of the storm. Oh, y'all understand what I'm saying? See, most of us think that when God talks about our peace, we're talking about making peace with everybody. 
You know, we ought to be peaceable with people. Yeah, peace within yourself. If you're peace within yourself, then you, you might have some peace with people who are like you. That doesn't mean you'll have peace with people who are not like you. So don't think that Jesus came to bring peace. Did y'all ever read the place where um, Jesus told his boys, go ahead and get a knife, you know, because he's going to leave. Some of y'all really got to read the Bible. I'm just telling you. Amen. I know y'all, y'all, hey, just look at me. Okay, don't ask your partner. Where is that? <laughs> just, look at, just look at me. Find that out later on. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, now. So he says, now, I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. Wow. Well, we know the sword is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So he's letting you know right now. Anytime you use the word of God, uh, it ain't going to bring no peace. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. You go on your job and you use a sword on your job and you're in trouble. <laughs> All hell's going to break loose on your job. So just expect that because he already told you that. Y'all with me? No, y'all, no, y'all won't be friends with everybody. That ain't happening. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. Are y'all understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's not for you to be politically correct unless your political correctness has to do with the kingdom of God. Hey, WAVA family. Thanks for hanging out again with us this morning as you've been listening to Reigning in Life Through Faith. Dr. Mills has enriched us with another great teaching on how we can commit our way to the Lord. Our commitment to God is necessary to live a life of total victory without bondage. God has given us the power and the authority to overcome any bondage that's holding us back. Our faith in God and our commitment to his word ignites that power on our behalf to break free from all the shackles of sin, sickness, or even disease. Before we let you go today, I want to talk to you a little bit about breaking free from bondage as it was covered in today's message. Christians all over the world are living in bondage, despite Jesus telling us in John 8:36 that if the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. Some of us are still tied to our old habits, a negative way of thinking, our old ungodly friends, or even our past behavior. In some cases, we're bound to these things and may not even realize it. I know because I too was just like that, a believer, but still caught up by behavior that didn't reflect God and thought processes that I knew I should be free from. Once I realized that God wanted me to live a life totally free, I began to put my faith in what his word says, and I saw a transformation in my life. I want you to experience that transformation too. So let's take a look again at the example of blind Bartimaeus and how he was set free from his bondage. I'm going to pick up in Mark the 10th chapter at verse 47, and it says, And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Let's take a look at this verse of scripture right here and see how it can be parallel to our own salvation. Just like blind Bartimaeus, we too have heard the good news of Jesus and cried out to him. Instantaneously, our spirits were transformed, making us sons and daughters of God, a new creation. Family, nothing else I say will apply unless you've made that first step to accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you haven't done so, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me and rose again. I give you my life. 
I want Jesus Christ to come into my life and into my heart. Amen. If that was your first time praying this prayer, you are now a son or daughter of God. All of heaven is rejoicing. You just made the decision to throw down your garment of bondage and follow Christ. You are now in fellowship with God. He will speak to you through his word, guiding you so that you can grow in his will and live the life that he has promised. Praise God. Okay, let's check out verse 50 in Mark, the 10th chapter. And it says, and throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. Just as Dr. Mills stated in his message today, this was the act of faith that set Bartimaeus free. He took off his garment, making a statement that said, I'm taking off this thing that represents who I used to be. I'm no longer a beggar, but I'm acting on what I believe and who God says I am. We have to do the same thing that Bartimaeus did and take off those old things that used to define us. Doing something that depicts what you believe will start you on the path of freedom living. That might look like changing who your close friends are or not going to the same places you used to or ending that bad relationship that has you repeating that old cycle. Drop those things that used to define you. You are free. You are a new creation in Christ. It's time to act like it. Praise God. You know, I had accepted Jesus as my Savior in high school, but before I decided to actually live my life the way that God would have me to live, I hung out with a lot of good guys that were up to no good. Guys who on the surface seemed to be doing well in life, but always had another agenda behind the scenes. And I found myself being comfortable living the same way that they were until my marriage and my family began to fall apart. I asked God to get involved, and that's when I changed my environment by changing my circle of friends. When I changed my circle of friends and the things that I used to do and the places that I used to go, my life turned 180 degrees in the opposite direction. My family was brought back together, and I began experiencing the blessings of God in every area of my life. All right, let's continue down to the end of Mark, the 10th chapter. In verse 51, it says, So Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I might receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, Go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Just as Dr. Mills said in the lesson today, the next step in the process of living free is that we have to express to God what we want. Just like in the story of blind Bartimaeus, he told Jesus he wanted to receive his sight, which was his bondage. What are you struggling with that you need to tell God you need deliverance from? Be honest with yourself. He wants you to get in on the plan that he has for you. And so you may be thinking, Pastor Jay, I've done all these things. I've accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I've taken off the things that used to define me. I've even talked to God about my struggles, but I just can't seem to overcome. I want you to have the blind Bartimaeus experience. And the reality is you can. The Bible tells us in Hebrews, let's look at the sixth chapter and see what it says from verses 11 to 12. And I'm going to be reading from the NIV translation this time. And it says, we want each of you to show this same diligence to the very end so that what you hope for may be fully realized. We don't want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. See, family, we have to commit to this life no matter what. But the good thing is, you win. The promise is already yours. Listen, God's word will never come back void. Committing your way to the Lord is a life of faith that's set up for success. I encourage everyone listening to my voice right now. Don't give up. Don't give in. Continue to do the things that God has shown you. The promise is yours. Success in life is yours. You know why? Because you are free. Hallelujah. 
I love you, and God loves you even more. This is Pastor Jay, and I enjoyed this special time with you, and I pray you did as well. We'll see you next time on Reigning in Life Through Faith. To receive your gift of today's message on CD, simply send your donation of no less than $10 in the form of a check or money order to Agape Embassy Ministries, 5775 Barclay Drive, Suite 7, Alexandria, Virginia, 22315. Visit us on the web at www.agapeembassy.org. Dr. Mills invites you to listen to the broadcast for more Reigning in Life Through Faith. Join us for our Sunday morning encounters at 9.30 a.m. and Wednesday evening Bible study at 7.30 p.m. We are located at 5775 Barclay Drive in Alexandria, Virginia. Or give us a call at 703-971-7202.